Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, here we are. End of the night in the National Basketball Association. And what we all thought is coming true right now. Suns lead the Warriors 72-66. 
There you go. At halftime. A lot of defense. Halftime. 72 to 66. It's like the Jets out there. It's, I know, right? All these points. Uh, so for the Suns, a balance attack. Devin Booker's got 16. Ayton's got 12 and 11 rebounds. For the Warriors, Steph has 13. He's got three threes. Wiggins has 12. Jordan Poole has 14 off the bench. So this is about as exciting and, and uh, a game as we could have hoped for with all the offense. I mean, really, I, I'd, I'd like to see 140-135 tonight in this, in this nightcap between these two great teams. I'd like to see that. Well, run fun. it up. Absolutely. Good for your fantasy basketball leagues and daily fantasy. And certainly if you bet the over, I think you're probably feeling pretty good about it right now. <laughs> So we'll keep you updated on this game. Uh, again, and no punches thrown. Uh, Draymond Green has not, not tried to hit Jordan Poole. It's only halftime. Uh, Jordan Poole, 14 points in 15 minutes. That's what's happening right now. Uh, so with everything going on with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers the last couple of days, there's been so many different opinions on what this means and what the Buck struggles mean. And now look, Brady losing to the Panthers was a big eye-opening uh, loss. This was when the the Bucks were supposed to start turning things around. And I thought, hey, by week nine, they'll have turned it around, right? They got the soft part of the schedule coming up. And my goodness, they're playing a team that quit. They're on their third quarterback. They traded away their best player. And still, they just absolutely boat raced the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What's the right thing to take away from this, from the Buccaneers' struggles right now? People are missing the point. To illustrate it, let me bring you what Tom Brady said about where his career at his year is right now from the Let's Go podcast he does every Monday night with Jim Gray. Take a listen. I was saying to Alex this morning, I was doing treatment. Man, it's it's a hard sport we've chosen, and it's tough. It, it, it challenges you in every area, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And certainly at this stage we're in. You know, this is where you got to dig deep and see what you're all about and see what kind of character you have and see what you believe in and what you, you know, your values as a team. You know, do you stand up for each other when you face adversity or do you not? And that's that's what we're all trying to figure out every time we take the field. All right. So he went on to talk about his retirement saying i'm not retired i'm here i've committed retirement was something that i did and now i'm not thinking about that right it's something mm-hmm. i did but now i'm back in play so what's the right way to react what's the right thought that you need to know coming off of how bad tampa bay has been playing and it's not like things are so unbelievably terrible their division is bad i mean they're three and four uh mm-hmm. but they're still tied for first place look here, here's a little bit more of brady explaining more about the retirement part of it i said last week that there's no immediate retirement in my future there was a retirement in the past but i moved on <laughs> from that but certainly not you know i made a commitment to this team and i love this team and i love this organization i told them in march i was playing and I've never quit on anything in my life. Okay, so uh, I didn't think Brady was ever going to quit in the middle of a season. I mean, come on. We've heard all the different bits of drama going on in his personal life, the potential divorce with Giselle Bunchin, and, and mm-hmm. if you're reading the last few days, it's been, hey, there's the point of no return, they are really at odds with each other, the lawyers have been hired, and it's going to wind up being a divorce. And I give Brady a lot of credit for not playing it out through the media, not playing it out through snarky posts on social media about this, like like we've seen throughout the, the time. But this is this is what to know about Brady. Is he retiring now? No. 
Is he really going to retire at the end of the season? If the guy is getting divorced, there's nothing that's stopping him from playing football anymore, right? There's nothing because if it was, hey, the pull of family coming back to your family was what was going to force Brady to retire. If that's not the case now, and he's going to be single and be a single dad as he's taking care of his kids, you know, in, in conjunction with Giselle Bunch or whatever they figure out. But there's nothing that's going to stop him from playing football. He still wants to play football. I know this because after he retired, he came back. 40 days later and said, I'm ready to go this season. So is he really going to make this year his last year in the NFL? Is he going to go out with a really bad substandard year? Or is he going to retire when he doesn't have to? The answer to that is no. All right. So look at the this year for Tom Brady from a different perspective. You know he's not going to retire after this year. And maybe he continues on with the Bucs, but maybe it's a different team because the Bucs look like hey, they're sort of peaking, they're getting older, they haven't really been able to replenish, they tried for a couple of years to keep the same band together after winning the Super Bowl, and that's not going to really cut it anymore. They're going to need some changes after this year. So, but Brady's going to come back. Brady's going to play, whether it's next year with Tampa Bay, whether it's with somebody else, San Francisco, somebody, he's going to do it. So this is just a whatever year for Brady. This is, hey, I wish this year was better, but it's not. I'll make the best of it. And I'm thinking I have three, four more years to go. I want to play till I'm 50. You know he wants to play till he's 50. You know that's what he wants his legacy to be, the Super Bowls. And I played a great quarterback till I was 50 bleeping years old. That's what I want to do. Now, is he going to be able to do it? That's the question because, you know, for 48, 49, but that's what he wants to do. So he's looking at this year as, well, it's just a bad year at some point in the back half of my career. And you shrug your shoulders and you try to move on next year from it. That's what the deal is with Brady now. This is not, oh, it's the very end, he's walking away now, he's walking away at the end. No, he's going to keep playing. There's nothing to stop him from keep playing. And he's going to play at least, try to play three, four more years. So he's looking at it as, this is a really rough year. Personally, this year is rough. It's it's found its way into the, into the field with me and I'm, I'm missing games and I'm missing practices and and this is just a really difficult time to try to figure things out as I'm trying to co-parent with seeing my personal life go through the media and, and, and on page six of the New York Post all the time. It's just a rough year. So in the end, it's going to be, boy, that stunk. Next year, we're going to get back at it again. Things will be different. I will have an entire offseason to figure out my personal life and it's not going to implode on me while I'm trying to win football games. And Brady's going to continue to play. So look, think it this way. It's just a bad year for Brady right now, as, and it's just one year at near towards the end of his career. One year in the last four or five, that's not going to be a great year for Brady, at least right now. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a couple of things to, to just break from it in, in terms of Brady, where he is with his performance. His Evan performance? His perf- talk about well, his I mean, performance. 290 yards, absorbed one sack, 32 of 49, and a would-be 75-yard touchdown 75 seconds into the game. I don't know how much different the game is, but I know that should have been seven up on the board, and he threw uh, a bomb. Obviously, Evans is wide open, but still the giddy-up on the ball and the ability to get it downfield, right? So the physical attributes that have made him a winner and keep him with sustained success, he's not falling off. We've seen throw after throw this season. There was one two weeks ago that went straight between two defenders. One of those, hey, how did he get the ball in there kind of moments where even the receiver, as he got up and flipped the ball to the ref, had that smile on his face like, yeah, there you go. And Brady with that smile as he's walking up to the line, the same thing is I can still deliver this. Now, they're not running the football worth anything. Like Leonard Fournette's been a better receiver 
Christian McCaffrey-like than a runner right now. Eight, ca- eight carries for 19 yards. Now you're getting Rashad White in into the mix, six carries for 24 yards against Carolina. Couldn't run the ball. Couldn't do it. Haven't been able to run the ball at all. All the offensive line, musical chairs in the offseason, retirements, injuries, you name it all. Every team's going through it. And the other thing is we're seven games into this year. All right, you got a big Thursday night affair against uh, a Jekyll Hyde, go with the Halloween theme and monsters, uh, Baltimore Ravens team. You have no idea what you're getting out of them on Thursday. I mean, most second halves, you have no idea what you're getting. Probably some bad decision-making from coach and quarterback along the way. But for the the Buccaneers, perhaps you get a a game here that you you can win on a short week. And if you don't, you're 3-5 and and the division is still there. Who the hell's running away and hiding in the NFC South? Nobody. So you go out, you play out the string, and you know eventually, in theory, you get healthy and you find some semblance of self, whether it's now, whether it's after the game in Germany, whatever has to happen. But for Tom Brady, physically, he's still every bit the quarterback he's been. So, no, he's not walking away. And we're not privy to the conversations that he and Giselle have had. It's all page six and people, you know, rumor, conjecture, speculation and trying to piece it together. Might have had the tacit agreement of, all right, here's kind of what we're looking at and an operation shutdown because you're assuming that you're going to suddenly fall off physically and that your resolve and the wake up in the morning isn't going to be the same. Right. I need to sleep on the ground floor. Why? Because that guy trucked me in the second quarter and I'm not responding like I used to. Here's the thing. (laughs) Brady keeps going. Right. And he hasn't had that moment. So when you're still performing well, still last year, you could have argued he should have won the MVP. Right. Rogers wins it. But you could have argued Brady was your MVP. You're walking away from that. When there's still work to do, you go and back and watch that playoff game and, and see one or two things that you could have gone and, and beaten the Rams. No, you're not walking away. And you're not walking away now just because people are sniping at you on social media and trying to exact the revenge for the last decade of telling you you were done and being wrong. I'd be the most shocked guy in the world. In the world, if after this season Brady said, "Yeah, this is it, I'm done," unless physically something happens, yeah. no, if he, if he, right? if he starts if all getting, a, and, and, he, and you yeah. look around and, and his game suddenly has a precipitous drop, he's yeah. not going out limping out, you know. And, and you can insert any photograph of your favorite star in another team's uniform. That ain't happening. <laughs> hey, look at him! He wants to come back and play for the Jets and stick it to Belichick. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's 1973 <laughs> Mets Willie Mays. Yeah. Joe yeah. Namath in a Rams uniform. I like mm-hmm. keep going on down the line uh, of things that just didn't make sense. No. Jerry Rice with all the teams he kept trying to get on board, Seahawks, Broncos, whatever, at the end. It's like, no, it's time to go away. It's a final. No, he hasn't played great, but he hasn't played awful. He's thrown one pick. Okay, he's thrown one pick this season, right? His touchdowns aren't up, but the team isn't winning. But he's still eight touchdowns, one pick, right? He's still he's still completing 65, 68% of his passes. And eventually, because he's had less time, it's going to get better. And I, I thought it would be around week nine. Maybe it's a little bit longer for him to get on the same page with everybody getting healthy mm-hmm. and getting back to being where they are. But I, there, it, I, unless, some, yes, unless something physically happens to him, he falls off the cliff finally. There was predictable. 
predicted all those years ago. Uh, no, he's going to come back and play again. I, I will be the most shocked guy in the world if he winds up retiring, which he's not going to. This is It's just a bad year when you look at it as he thinks I have three, four more years left after this, and I'm going to make the best out of this year, and next year, the rest of my career, it's going to be better because I'm not going to have to go through this kind of scrutiny and, 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 and attention the rest of the time in, my, in the NFL. It's not going to happen for me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening candles i get it candles yes call back to the first hour yes i get it i get it very nice very nice <laughs> uh you want to know hey look we're, we're a big dysfunctional family here on the show we've been one for a long time huge i want to point out the most impressive thing alex tyshirt has ever said in the seven years now you've been on the show seven Not years been that long seven it's been like four and a half five. four and a half five okay this is the most impressive thing. Now, what we have here at Fox Sports Radio is there's a big piece of paper in the control room that everybody, they want everybody to write down at the beginning of every sports season, whether it's NFL, NBA, baseball, where you write down your official pick for who wins the championship, yeah. who your MVP is, who the worst team you think is going to be, uh, a prediction you're out on a limb on where you think so-and-so is going to be great or so-and-so is going to stink. Uh, you know, and, and you have all those. And so we were looking at it, and I'm saying, look, all you blankety blanks who wrote Jets for the worst team, now blank all of you. I should cross this all off. Well, a lot I don't, of freaking you know why I did it. Jets, including you. Jerk. Well, you know why my, mine is. I mean, it's just because it's funny for the show if it's yeah. true. Well, no, but you can't, you can't see it because I spilled coffee on your part. So, okay, so anyway, so so all the people wrote Jets like, No oh, coffee Jets, near the equipment. Right. But it's not equipment. It's not near equipment. It's, it's off to the side. Just saying. Be it's careful. It's off to the side. So all these people wrote Jets, Jets, Jets. We're a top 10 bleeping team. I don't care who gets hurt. We're going to keep winning, keep kicking your ass. So... How many more I, trades you're making before the deadline, uh, Joe uh, Douglas? Every week, every time we lose a guy, we're going to get a trade. Every time, <laughs> every single time, we're going to. When, when you say next man up, you listen, really mean it. We lost Vera Tucker. We're getting Anthony Munoz this week. That's how it's going to go for us. Will so, he change what helmet? He, no, they don't do that for the NFL. It's just a bust. I know. So there's a. They're supposed to write down on the piece of paper, and Tyshirt says, "I'm going to wait till the end of the season." And then just write my picks down and get them all right, like the winner of the Super Bowl, the winner of the the winner of the you know the the person who wins MVP, my big out on a limb prediction. Like I'm gonna write Christian McCaffrey gets traded to the 49ers. Yes. And I looked at Tyson, I go, dude, look at you for knowing that Christian McCaffrey got traded to the 49ers, knowing who he was and where he got traded for a guy that doesn't even pay I'm attention proud of it, to sports. Okay. You knew Christian McCaffrey got traded to the 49ers. He has yeah, no idea where they play though. <laughs> Yeah, but here's here's the prop. Well, that, that that might be the case. Do you know where they play, Alex? Um, I'm gonna say New Orleans. No, they're the no no New Orleans. Yeah, no, that, that's the Giants. Is it? Yeah, it's the Giants. Yeah. Oh, I thought they played in Alabama. No, 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 no. Al- Alabama is the Commanders. That Alabama, makes sense. Alabama Commanders. Yeah. Uh, so, but but fact you knew, it's, you know, Christian McCaffrey going. I'm gonna write that down. I'm like, I do know kid, that. How did you know that? I mean, no, he's pretty good though at, at playing the idiot. <laughs> When he really knows what's going on, he's paying attention. He 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 takes his work and anime as a senpai really? seriously. Really, 
Really? Yeah. A guy who has another who has a who has a burner laptop open in front of while he's doing the show. You got a burner laptop that you no do way. you're doing whatever on that you go, oh, that's why my Spotify and what's where all my other that's that stuff that I put on the show. No chance that thing's street legal, bro. Really? That that laptop it looks like I, I look can I see Fortnite at the top? What do I see? Do do, do I see who do, plays do, Fortnite? Do I see Pikachu at the top? It's Valorant, nice do, try. Do I see a mega Charizard at the top? Uh, okay, there? so all I'm saying Valorant. is he's gonna be way better than <laughs> What's his language Who's now. the QB for 49ers right now? 49ers, Joe Montana. Yeah, he's going to be way better than him. Okay, wow. That's a big take. Okay, Montana's really good. My, my daughter heard the word Valorant and suddenly her ears <laughs> perked up and she got all excited. I knew it. She, she may have done a fist pump going, my people. Let's go. You have no idea how many candles Tyshirt's ordering on that laptop. Oh, 75 a pop. For boom, 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 boom. boom. Got to listen to the whole show. We had a candle conversation in the first hour involving Gwyneth Paltrow that I-, I that's I, a lot of value. Yeah, well- Think about that as a conversation yeah, start. A little I, slide over baby hour. Let me like this candle. I don't, I don't, Wait, I don't. does that say goop on it? And funny you should mention that. Let me tell you a story. What did you just say? He said, you know what? Let's what are you just, doing? This is, let's just, you know, this is, this is where as it's a uh, brand okay. name. Okay. Here's what I need. I'll hey, go half on it with right you, Jay. Now. No, no. This is what I need right <laughs> 37. now. 37.50 no, no, no. I just want the backside. No, no, no. No, this is, this is what I need on the show. Just we, buy a sandwich and put it on your nightstand. Stop. This I want to see if it really smells like it. This needs to become law on the show. Oh. Okay, this needs to become law on the show. I am the law. You watch. Hey, you know where the lawgivers. You sits. watch. Stop. You First watch, to hundred. Law no, is stop, law, stop. dude. You watch an NBA game or a college basketball game, and when one team starts to score points out of control, what happens? Coach calls a timeout to stop the tide. Stem you the light tide a candle and of prayer, momentum, right? Yes, to, get, to try to get your team back yeah, in no, the game. I need a certain number of timeouts per show that I can call. That okay, we're done. We're done yeah. with this topic, and we're on Can't to something else. We're done. No, I need I am to call not, that timeout. Not, no, I'm not adding that, that to my contract. I call that timeout. No chance. I'm calling that time. You get timeouts too. Nah, I. I I don't want. You them. don't want timeouts. No, I want timeouts. I could. If I kept that. calling them uh, about inane Jets chat, there's no there's no such thing as inane Jets. We're a top ten team in the NFL. We're legit. Look, man, I'm we talking about the long history of the show. Legitimate. The show is tonight. Well, the look, Jets I'm put, are legitimate. I'm putting up my power rankings tomorrow morning. Yeah, where are the Jets? Number you, five. You, number four. You, you, wait. Number two. You number wait. One. I'm trying to figure out which trading card I use. Yeah. Which yeah. guy to represent the Jets? Quinn and Williams. Yeah, that isn't Elijah Moore. Yeah, cute. No sauce. It's got to be sauce. I don't. Sauce, I don't have sauce, any uh, twenty twenty twos yet. Oh, you don't have. Oh, you got to get Mike, sauce. Mike, where do you got Brees Hall ranked this week in so, fantasy? You, you know. You know what? In the uh, alternate universe, it's right right, right, right behind Clayton Kershaw as he gets ready for the World Series. That's where he's ranked this week. Right behind him. You would think there would be buzz for the World Series, but see. And, there is none. Hey, and people right now are going, yeah, Jason, that's a great idea with a timeout. I'm done with the candle conversation and Tyshirt not knowing back anything Back to the sports. candles? No, no more timeouts. You brought so it back out of time. And it wouldn't have to be a full timeout. I just need the 20. Just the just the 20, you know, timeout Jason Smith. Are you a top or bottom He wants guy, to talk it over. All right, we're done. Okay, we're done. That's done. <laughs> I want back the bottom. Or, back or front. Done. That's done. <laughs> on the back and the done. bottom. Business up front, party in the back. No, right, we're done. We're Dude, done. You got to have done. hair to do that. We're done. No, I can still be business you up cannot. front, party in the back. You sure, have to I can. Hair. What if I was 
like Voldemort, and I had a whole face on the he's other not side even of my real. head. As far as you know, he's not. Maybe he is real. Really? I, don't say his name. Where it's, does he live then? Call him the Dark Lord. How dare you say his name? Hey, England. hey, Dave threw, uh, threw out the, hey, excellence of elocution. Never thought a candle discussion would lead to some candle box, but that is true. Excellence of elocution. That is. That is hey. Candle in the wind holds a whole new meaning now that Jason's discovered the Paltrow story. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too and soon. And then Harmon, you magnificent son of a gun. The the crowd has spoken. They want more candle talk. You got to have it. And TJ, not leaving the fans far behind in our talk about candles, TJ. Boom. Uh, how about a couple of teams that are about to go on a tear in the NFL? Time Cleveland! <laughs> Cleveland's not going to go on a tear. Bears. Not happening. Uh, we could Go talk Bears. about how complicated other banks may get to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. The first team about to go on a tear, and it, they started last week. I thought it was starting last week, and it did. Watch out, because here come the Bengals. Here come last year's Super Bowl runner-up. They win last week against Atlanta. Here are their games coming up now. At Cleveland, Carolina, at Pittsburgh, at Tennessee. They should go 4-0 in those games, right? They've gotten over their Super Bowl hangover. The offense has woken up. Joe Burrow has been lights out the last five games. Here come the Bengals. When I told you last year, it was going to be decade of good feeling because of Joe Burrow. I meant it. And yeah, coming off the Super Bowl, it's a thing because, you know, Bengals aren't used to going to the Super Bowl. So, hey, coming off that, whoa, whoa, whoa. They need a little bit of time. Every team needs a little bit of time to adjust to the new normal, to everybody coming after you. And the Bengals needed that. And now they have picked it up. And this offense is starting to click. And Jamar Chase every week is worth 30 fantasy points. They are now going to wind up winning a bunch of games in a row. And suddenly it's going to be, hey, are the Bengals or the Bills the best team in the AFC? Should the Bengals be ranked higher than the Chiefs? The Bengals are coming. They're the first team. They're going on a big tear. Trust me. Well, you lost a couple of games close. You had Burrow coming back off the appendectomy and trying to get right physically and get that offense together. And even though Joe Mixon has a ton of red zone touches, hasn't quite paid off to the great uh, displeasure uh, of fantasy owners in a big way, but the, you know, the opportunities are coming, and that defense playing lights out in the second half of games. I mean, you look at the Bears over the next five weeks. I mean, you got the Cowboys, then the Dolphins, Lions, Falcons, and Jets. I mean, they could go 5-0. and 5-0. Oh. Oh. Now that's a run. That's better than my 4-0 and oh run. 5-0, and 5-0, oh, 5-0. and, oh, and oh. I got them right oh, now if you call know, my, uh, my number. No, <laughs> look, it's... <laughs> It, it's funny, though, like you, you watch teams because I bring up the Bears just to laugh uh, because of all of a sudden everybody, look, the coach is great and the quarterback is great. You all hated Justin Fields a week ago. <laughs> Every last damn one of you were like, this guy stinks. He may not be there next year, blah, blah, blah. He has one big game that maybe you watch because it was on in prime time. It's like, well, what the hell? Look at this guy. <laughs> like, you know, listen to our show. We'll, we'll make you smarter. Uh, ahead of uh, one of those national breakout nights. So certainly uh, that that is in the offing. Uh, they're, they're interesting going forward. You knew you could play defense. They've been great in the second half of games, uh, and they can run the football. And obviously now calling design runs for Justin Fields, pretty exciting. Team that is curious to me, now 4-2, and two, and well, nobody's cared, 
is that you have the fun and exciting world of the Tennessee Titans. Remember when uh, Ryan Tannehill was going to be deposed after two weeks? Oh, sure. Kerry Malik Collins Willis is coming time. back. Yeah. It's Malik Willis time. Mm-hmm. Well, they go and they beat Indianapolis. Okay, no big whoop. Whatever. Get two victories out of them the last three weeks. You beat the Raiders. You're on a four-game win streak with a bye sandwiched in there. Vegas, Indianapolis, Washington, bye week, back to Indianapolis. Now you've got Houston, a game Houston team, but they can't finish. But it's on the road, so we'll see. One, four, and one. Then Kansas City. Okay, fine. But then they've got Denver and Green Bay before dates with Cincinnati and Philadelphia. So they're in pretty good shape. And then those two games at the end of November, but then you get into December after the the Philly game, Jacksonville, disappointing after an early start. Chargers, they may not have anybody to play but Frostburg at that point. Back to Houston. Then you got Dallas and Jacksonville to end the season. Suddenly the Titans who were kind of thrown off. Eh, hi, we're waving at you as we run away and hide in this division. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smiths with Mike Harmon. Uh, all right, so the second team I'm going to give you is a team that I, look, I feel bad because I feel like I fall for them every year. And the Jets? It happens. No, stop. Now, come on. I never say we're going to be good. Now we're good. Uh, Frostburg, you're not going to like this. Or maybe you will because you might think I'm going to be wrong, but I'm not. I know exactly where you're going. Uh, Watch out for the Raiders. I'm terrified. Watch out for the Raiders. Uh, They are now pretty much a complete team, even without Darren Waller, who was hurt. They throw the ball well. Josh Jacobs is running like he's a guy that wants his next contract. He wants a lot of money. He has been motivated from the beginning of this season. Does he want to be a Raider after this year? Probably not, because he's probably pissed at how they've treated him. Buddy, he's uh, almost at his uh, total from last year in rushing yards. He has been incredible and their schedule coming up new orleans jacksonville indianapolis denver seattle i mean i know i fall into the trap every year but they have it all working and the schedule is really easy i mean that coming up it's you know you thought teams were going to take a step up this year that didn't suddenly denver is an easy winnable game jacksonville is an easy winnable game new orleans should be winnable indianapolis which oh they're going to be tough to, no so that st- means they're losing three or four <laughs> <of> those, <right? laughs> the raiders lose everyone they're the raiders no 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 they'll no the raiders are good for one big run a year and and before they wind up you know completely collapsing this is just the run is going to be now the Raiders the Raiders have everything cooking right now everything is working great and they have a complete offense again and what they're doing without Darren Waller who's hurt this is a really big deal so I know I fall in the trap every year but this is the time of the year for the Raiders Bengals and the Raiders time for them to go on runs look at the Raiders look at that hey I got another candle joke Raiders our guy Bernie Prado hear him on the weekends he's listening he chimes in with hey John Candelaria is listening Oh, the Candyman. He was the Candyman. He was. He yeah. was actually the Candyman. I was thinking he was going to say John Cangelosi, which kind of sounds oh, that's like good Candle, too. but it's not Former just White Sox outfielder. John yeah. Cangelosi. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. Live yep. from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, right now, in the NBA, late in the third quarter, Phoenix pulling away from Golden State, 98-81. to 81. Are they the are, champs done? 
They are rolling up right now. Devin Booker's got 25. It's been a huge night for the Suns starting five. Meanwhile, for the Warriors, Steph has 16, but the Warriors just nine for 25 from three-point range. I have a sneaking suspicion they'll be taking a few more threes in the fourth quarter. Just a, just, just a, not many, just a few more they might take, Mike. Just a At couple my more. signal, unleash yeah. hell. I know, uh, I think Steph Curry missed a free throw earlier, mm-hmm. uh, and they were blaming Kevin Harlan because he jinxed him. Well, speaking of free throws, the Sun, the Warriors are six out of nine from the free throw line. The Suns are already twenty three out of twenty seven from go. the free throw line. So that let, therein lies the game. Exactly why you see the Suns out to a big lead over the Warriors. Been to the free throw line twenty seven times compared to nine for the Warriors. Now I'm going to read you a quote, and this is going to tell you everything you need to know about why the Lakers struggle and why they have stunk so far and why looking at a way out of this is probably going to be a fool's errand. So this is, you're going to do the quote for those that haven't actually watched the trash that they put mm-hmm. out yes. on the court. Yeah. Okay, good. After falling to 0-3, after you know the Russell Westbrook, I was going two for one, dude. You were how, up one. I don't there know. There were how, 30 seconds left. I don't know how the Lakers didn't send him home and say, dude, you stay home for a while. We figure it out. I don't know how they didn't do that. But – Anthony Davis said after practice today, quote, obviously there's some sense of urgency. You don't want to dig yourself too big of a hole, but we got to stay even keeled. We can't get rattled or flustered and things like that. Just like if we win 12 in a row, we don't want to get too high. Now think about that statement from Anthony Davis. Hey, some sense of urgency. Don't want to dig yourself too big of a hole, but you got to stay even keeled. You don't want to get too low. You don't want to get too high. This is the issue as to why the Lakers and you watch them play and why they lose in the second half and why they can't pin down games. Because their best players simply don't take winning and losing seriously enough. Right? LeBron James at a point where he knows this team, uh, I don't know if we're going to win. I told you he's done winning. LeBron's done. I won the championship in 20. I may not get back to a final again. Now I'm going to set the all-time scoring record. I want to play with Bronny. I'm about my individual achievement now. I'm living in Los Angeles. I'm producing and starring in movies. He doesn't care about winning as much. He knows, yeah, the team's not going to be very good. Oh, well. Anthony Davis, same way. Look at him. Yeah, I don't want to get too high. I don't want to get too low. Dude, this is why you look like you don't care at the end of games. Because that's the one difference you see between the Lakers and other teams. They can play in the worst team in the league. In the last five minutes, the other team is falling all over themselves and everything they can to get to every loose ball and get to every layup and get every poke to get every turnover and, and start a fast break. And the Lakers kind of hang around and and wait for somebody to make a shot. The Lakers, their best players, just don't take what's going on seriously enough. LeBron is not serious enough about winning because he doesn't want to go all all whole in on winning when he knows the team can't because he feels he would look bad. And Anthony Davis has always been a, yeah, you know, win, lose. You know, it, 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 look, we, look, we don't want to get too low or too high or too anything. Yeah, sense of urgency, but do we really need a sense of urgency? You don't want to get too high. You don't want to get too low. Tell me, that sounds like a guy that's like, hey, we got to win a game we got to stop this 0-3. We're too good of a team to have this happen. There's none of that. There's no sense of urgency that he says there is with the Lakers. When you're, and when your best players, you don't, they don't look like their guys ready to lead you out of it. How are you going to get out of it? Does LeBron look like a guy who's all in on this season and is ready? Hey, I'm ready. I can't wait. We're a finals-type team. I can't wait to get this. I'm going to drag this team to the finals. No. Anthony Davis is, is, is the player he is. 
I'm a talented player. I'm going to go out there and play. When I'm hurt, I'm not going to play. I'm going to put up numbers, and that's kind of going to be what I do. You're going to try to drag the team to the playoffs? Eh, you don't want to get too low. You don't want to get too high. This is the issue with the Lakers. They don't the, at the at the very top. How much do these guys care about winning, and do they want to go all in on winning games, trying to get to the playoffs and trying to move on? I don't see that from LeBron and and, and Anthony Davis. I just don't. Yeah, I think for some of it is you've got to temper your, your comments for week one. But let's face it, LeBron, after the first game, uh, immediately just said, we get, we get no shooters. There's no laser shooters out there. Ha, ha, ha. And everybody laughs. Right? I think by most defensive metrics, they're second in the NBA. And even Russell Westbrook, for as much as you may mock uh, his offensive, um, I don't know what the proper ineptitude at this point, I guess, is the proper term and the fact that you've got defenders more or less pointing to the ground going, hey, you want to take that shot? Go ahead, right? And and backing off and going into rebounding mode early that you you have to admit that he, he's played some pretty good defense. Uh, and then you get into decision-making of whether he should be on the court in circumstances and Darvin Ham saying, hey, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not worried about his feels, which he should be. But the, the larger point is long season and the sense of urgency isn't there. But you can at least hang your hat on defensively. You got, you got that right. Now hold up signs saying, find me a shooter. Give up that pick. Blank those picks. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that LeBron is saying that because he wants a shooter, or it's because he wants everybody to know we're not going to win it's without not my shooters. Fault. And we're yeah. yeah, it's not my well, not anybody's fault except the front offices because he didn't get us a shooter. And he's not. He's not throwing anybody on the team under the bus because look, these guys know they're not shooters, right? It's not like we're asking guys to, who make shots to make more of them, and they're not doing it. Caruso, the, the, I miss you. This is this is LeBron saying, "Hey, we need shooters." So I don't think I. I, I don't think he's looking at it as, hey, you guys got to do this or we're going to wind up losing games. It's more of, hey, just so you know, this is why we're not winning. I'll tell you why we're not winning. It's three games. I'll tell you. We don't have shooters. So you're going to try to go get him? I don't know. Now we'll go out and play. How many more points do I pass, Kareem? How many more? How many more do I pass, Cap? You should be walking out with with a shirt that has a picture of Chris McDonald on it every damn night. Shooter. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of Chris McDonald, Shooter McGavin, doing the shooter thing every it. time he makes a putt. But that's what he should be doing every night. He walks out with a different color Shooter McGavin shirt, <laughs> or he does it. He does the the Better Call Saul. He does the he does the he does the, the pistol that's things it. at the end. <laughs> Starting at guard for the Lakers, Bob Odenkirk. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. So just know that about the Lakers. LeBron and AD don't care about dragging the team to winning as much as they need to, and that's why the Lakers lose. Coming up next, we got another big story out of the NBA. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Jets, yo. Caruso, come back to me. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.